Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 51st episode of the Betting Matters podcast. I am your wonderful host, Mark Thomas, coming to you from beautiful Brickell in Miami, where I have uh, my favorite guest uh, on. And we are going to talk, of course, Super Bowl uh, bets and the game in general coming up this Sunday. It's obviously one of the biggest betting events of the season. Uh, We will get into not only the traditional money line over under point spread, but we'll also, we'll also pick a few props and, and see what we think about those as well too. And uh, we'll dive into some NBA because uh, you know, the bucks are the best team in the NBA. And I think it's important that we uh, talk a little, uh, talk a little bucks and uh, bucks basketball and NBA. So uh, with that, Jess, how the hell are you? <laughs> I am doing great. It feels like it's been it feels like it's been about two weeks since we've talked here. Uh, just about, yeah. We did a podcast uh, twelve days ago. We did it on a Friday night. I think it was the twenty uh, eighth or so. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was before the uh, AFC and NFC Championship games. Obviously, there was no game, no NFL games last weekend. <clears throat> By the way, one quick thing about this too. I think it's a little bit interesting is that with the added 17th game of the regular season it now means that the super bowl is pushing up against valentine's day and i did some quick math and theoretically the super bowl can go as early as february 8th or as late as i believe valentine's day so 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, yes. So there will be a time, not now, because uh, it'll be like another five or six years before it's on Valentine's Day. But how many like uh, wives or girlfriends out there are going to be, I mean, I'm gay, so I've got a boyfriend that loves football, so it's okay. But how many <laughs> wives or girlfriends out there are going to be sitting with their husbands to watch football, the Super Bowl on Valentine's Day? That, that's going to be uh, a lot of divorces happening that day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's already pushing it, right? I mean, we're already the day before. So, I mean, it's, uh, I guess, I guess that's okay because, you know, um, you know, you got the football on Sunday and then the Valentine's day the next day, but, but still uh, I think that's going to be a, an interesting one. So, um, and it's just, it's just a little too late. Also, I think, I think what they should do is, with the added 17th game, start the week, start the regular season a week earlier. Yes, I know that means starting at Labor Day weekend, but I think getting it back to the first weekend of February, I think is really important. Um, I still like the two week break in between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Um, I think that's good to have that uh, just so that you know you got all the hype and all the talk, and it's good for the players and fans too that are traveling and all that good stuff. But yeah, um, but I do think they should start the regular season a week earlier. What are your thoughts about that? Starting the regular season a week earlier, I'm I'm completely fine with that. I uh, I don't I don't think it would make a big difference in in much, but I I can see your point, and I wouldn't necessarily like have an argument against it. Yeah, I mean it's coming. It's brushing up against Valentine's Day. The following weekend is President's Day. I mean, you're pushing now mid-February, you know, as to when it's going to be. Um, so I, you know, and, and I like to see football start like that first weekend of September. Like when I think of September, yeah. I think the start of football season, right? So yeah, it's probably um, a good move. I don't know. They used is, to. That, is that even in the talks right now? 
They well, uh, I don't think so, but they used to back in uh, pre, I'd say about 2000, 2001. They used to start the NFL season uh, the first weekend of uh, September. Um, and it was literally the regular season was done uh, end of December. In fact, sometimes like um, I, I remember some wildcard games being in December. Uh, I was looking at one old Packer game uh, highlights where it was definitely the end of December was the wildcard weekend back in the nineties. So they definitely started the season a lot earlier. And uh, I think they're going to need to do that with it getting so close to, you know, uh, other holidays and, and days and stuff like that uh, coming up. So anyways, uh, enough of that. Let's actually get into the game itself. Um, I've got a LaCroix and a half. I've got some Hibiki Harmony whiskey. Uh, I've got my Lubriderm lotion. I'm ready to dive into this right now. What do you say? Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are we, uh, we not going over conference championship? You know, let's do that. I think that's a good idea. I mean, I think everyone's analyzed it probably to death. But let's, let's <laughs> listen, a- listen, listen. I know everybody's analyzed it, but we can't brush past the fact that you were trying to get our listeners to put a million dollars on the Chiefs. Well, I mean, let's be real here. I mean, they were up twenty. <laughs> they were up. They were up twenty-one to three. Okay, uh, and that look. This is a good. This is a really, really, really good example of how I believe. Uh, sometimes teams just completely let up, even in the biggest moments. And I just, it baffles me. You know, when you're up 40 points, fine, then you can let up. But being up 18 points is a lot and the game is over as long as you just keep playing normally, right? You don't even need to do anything extravagant. Just, you know, shit, you just go down and kick field goals every possession. If you trade seven for three, you know, four times, it's going to be over. And so I just don't understand how teams can let, and, and, and that boneheaded, boneheaded, boneheaded play at the end of the first half. So it was only 21 10 instead of 24 10. So it really was a slam dunk. And it was even more a slam dunk after it was 21 to three. Just, you know, teams sometimes just let up and they get uh, stupid. And uh, I, think, I think it's an epitome of, of really the way this NFL year has gone uh, in the playoffs. I mean, the fact that both Super Bowl teams are four seeds. I can't remember the last time this happened. Sometimes you get one. I mean, sometimes you get one that's a, you know, that's a not a. Top. Has it ever happened? I don't know if that's ever happened. If two, I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to, I'd have to look that one up. But you, a lot of times you'll get one that's a wild card team or or not a top two team, right? But usually you always have one of the teams in the Super Bowl was a top two team. Rarely, rarely are both teams um, below the two seed. Let's call it that, right? Uh, and so for both teams to be a four seed, I just, uh, it just really shows how wacky the year was in the playoffs. And I don't know if it, I don't know if the 17 game regular season, anything to do with like teams, like the, no, I I mean, I feel like the whole year felt that way. Like from Mm. my perspective, the, the whole year, um, outside of maybe the Packers at the end, I didn't feel like anybody was setting themselves apart. Like, well, but, but, but but the teams, especially the AFC. Yeah, but the teams that were the top two seeds, I pretty much thought that, right? Bills and Chiefs, and then the and then the NFC uh, Packers and and Bucks. Like I, I'm not really. If you well, said mean, those are the I top, mean, the, the top the top seed was the Titans. Oh, I'm sorry, Titans and uh, um, uh, Chiefs. My apologies. Yeah, and it's and it's uh, like Titan, Titans clearly weren't the best team, so it's like I don't know. I I felt like the AFC was almost wide open. Obviously, obviously the Chiefs were probably the favorite coming into the playoffs, but. 
I, I don't know. It's, it's not necessarily surprising based on this year. And I, like I had talked about the Rams being able to go, the Rams aren't necessarily a surprising team, even though I, you, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I feel like the Bengals are more surprising than the Rams, but the fact that the Bengals did it in that AFC, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it was a weird year overall, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess. I just, uh, I, I don't know what attributed to it. Just sometimes you have the law of averages and the, you know, uh, outlier seasons that, that happen. But I still think it's just more surprising what happened in the playoffs. I really just do. Um, I mean, the fact that wild card, that the divisional round weekend, the fact that the divisional round weekend, uh, three of the four home teams lost, and it should have been all four home teams lost. Uh, as we mentioned last time, uh, that was only the third time ever in uh, the history of the NFL where three divisional round home teams lost. And uh, that would have been the first time ever if all four teams, home teams had lost. So I just, I don't know. And then, you know, obviously on championship Sunday, I mean, to blow I mean, I don't ever remember in the not in the nineties or the early two thousands home teams blowing big leads at home in the playoffs. I mean, it just didn't happen. I mean, it never happened. 21 to three it's over like at home it's over, over it's over, over. And so, I mean, I just, it's just, it's basically kind of a sign that like, I hate to say it. I think, I think the NFL playoffs are, probably the worst things out there to theoretically bet on. It is just, it, well, and it used to be much better. Um, but now, I mean, it's literally, it seems just like every single game just becomes a coin flip. Right. And I think teams have gotten so good at going on the road and winning and blocking out crowd noise and their conditioning is better than ever. And, you know, they have all these, you know, crazy silent counts and all that. Yeah. The silent that. counts are, have been a game changer. It's almost like, the silent count are so good now that right. I mean, the home field advantage is going to do a little bit, but it doesn't do much anymore. It doesn't do, it doesn't do squat anymore. It seems like, I mean, and in some ways, it don't, I mean, like in the case of the Packers, like with the weather, I actually think it was more detriment to them because of their style of football than it was the Niners. And I mean, I would never, never have said that, you know, in the nineties, right? Never. I mean, it'd be home game, chalk it up. It's a win. Um, and same thing for the Chiefs at Arrowhead. They're not going to lose at home, but this is the second AFC championship game that they've lost at home in the last four years. I mean, that's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, two and two uh, in the AFC championship game at home in the last four years is, I mean, downright shocking. So um, anyways, that's my take on it. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, it is. Or that's my response. Speaking to saying, of which, well, I'm uh, just going to say one last thing there. I, I think I think it's safe to say there are just no gimmies or no like sure things during the playoffs in the in the NFL. Go ahead. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, when, when it's one game, it's just I, I don't know. It, it's so hard to win a Super Bowl. I feel like it's gotten way harder. I mean, it's way way harder than it used to be. I mean, you can and you can be the best team on paper. You can be the best, you know, uh, coach team, everything like that. And I just, God, I can't put my finger on what it is. I, I guess I would say it is just the fact that road teams just have no fear nowadays. Whereas, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago, uh, I mean, it was hard, uh, really hard, really hard to win a road playoff game. And now it's like no big deal. It happens all the freaking time. 
And so I, I think when, when you have that and home field doesn't mean much, now it almost starts to become a lot like baseball where home field doesn't mean anything at all. Uh, and obviously that's a series, but, uh, you know, a, a five or seven game series in baseball is equivalent to playing like one game in football. Yeah. Uh, do you think, uh, you think basketball is the best home, f- home court advantage now in yes, sports? Totally. Not even quite. Hockey, ne- ho- hockey never was. Hockey doesn't mean s- squat. Yeah. Um, hockey. Ho- yeah. Yeah. For sure. Basketball. Basketball has ba- got to be it. I baseball, think the numbers speak for Baseball him. means little. And football used to be, in my opinion, about the same as basketball. And now football isn't at all. And uh, basketball is much more like. Yeah, I, I think football, the big thing was uh, like the play counts and uh, like getting the plays off properly. But yeah, the, the science of the silent count has, has been a huge game changer. And yeah, I'm, I definitely agree with that. Basketball is almost the last sport standing. Yeah. And the thing is, is that because there's so much scoring in basketball and you can go on crazy runs, it just whips the crowd into frenzies that are really hard to match. And in a small arena in enclosed space with 18 uh, or so thousand people screaming and yelling, I mean, it's really, really, really imposing. Like that is, I mean, I, you know, you have too, I'm sure, you know, been in NBA buildings where you couldn't even hear yourself think. And yeah. it's like, I can't, I can't imagine being a road team in this environment. It's got to be really, really hard. So I think, yes, I think the NBA is kind of the last bastion of home court slash field slash ice advantage in all sports. Um, and that's crazy. I never thought I would have said that. I Look, I, I would say one exception maybe in football is I think really great dome teams, again, maybe partially because of the sound uh, factor being enclosed in a stadium, I think really great dome teams can have a, a pretty big advantage like the saints, um, you know, type of thing. Uh, I think those types of teams can really make a difference, but even Seattle, I'm like, that's not that hard of a place to go to anymore. I mean, big deal, but yeah, new Orleans, when their crowd is pretty crazy loud, it can be, it can be hard. Uh, but other than that, uh, uh-uh. I mean, I'm just like, whatever. I mean, I, I honestly like for the Packers next year, assuming if, if Rogers does come back, uh, which we can, we got to talk about that too. Uh, Rodgers and Brady but you know even if he comes back I'm gonna be like oh if they get home field for a game or two or the whole you know um you know road to the playoffs I'm, I'm gonna be like whatever okay I mean I don't, I'm not gonna be like oh yeah we got those <laughs> clearly we haven't got this for how many years of, yeah that they've lost yeah and so and like I said even Arrowhead which was always notoriously one of the toughest places in football to play they lost a ton of home games this year uh, in the regular season. And like I said, I've gone two and two in the conference finals. Um, I mean, that kind of place you should have gone four and oh in the conference finals. So when the uh, AFC championship game. So anyways, yeah. um, uh, Hey, and I actually, I'll throw one more on there. College football uh, still has a home field advantage. Cause I don't think that they have the silent countdown like the NFL does. Yeah. I don't watch college football. Uh, so I really don't care about that but i can see that plus the plus the student crowds can really get pretty crazy and loud and stuff in the band yeah stuff it was, right? it was interesting to hear joe burrow say that the sec crowds were louder than arrowhead yeah i mean that's that's odd so i i think oh you know what actually i gotta say one other thing okay i i think i have another factor that goes into it i think nfl crowds now are tamer than what they used to be 
I think that's part of it too. I think because ticket prices have gotten so expensive, um, you know, it used to be the real, real blue collar folks that would go to games and they'd be loud. They'd be obnoxious. <clears throat> they'd be really, really, really into every single play. And it'd be really crazy. And you only get a few venues that are still like that now, especially in the playoffs with ticket prices being so high. Um, you know, you get a lot of kind of yuppies that go to the game and, you know, they'd rather, you know, have their glass of Chardonnay and uh, sushi rather than, you know, have a nice beer and brat and get really loud and crazy and paint their chest and face and all those stuff uh, type of type of atmosphere. So I, you I, know, I see uh, some truth I, to that. I think you are 100% right about that. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's true. I think with limited exception in limited venues, you just don't get the same kind of fervor or rabidness that you would get 15, 20 years ago plus uh, at, uh, at NFL play, especially NFL playoff games because of the, because of the ticket prices. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's different now. I mean, it just is. And I think that, look, I think it's important to bring this up because when you, you know, make fun of me for the, for the million dollar, you know, recommendation I had, I, I think, I think nowadays in the NFL playoffs, I, I just think you've got to, tread with extreme caution. And I know even Spanky tweeted this out on uh, Twitter. He's like, the, the markets are just too efficient right now in the NFL playoffs. Regular season, you can definitely still find a lot of bargains, for sure, 100%. Regular season's different. But in the, but in the playoffs, there's just nothing is, nothing is easy to predict. And so, yeah, I mean, like the Super we, Bowl. We talked, we talked at the end of the podcast last time about how I was big on Rams three and a half, and then we both decided to that buying that point was necessary. I, I bought the point <laughs> and it right. definitely was necessary. It's, it's crazy how, but you bought it down to three or two and a half. I, I, I bought it down to three. Yeah. So yeah, I, so at least you got to push. Right. And that, and that yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah, I agree with you. That was pretty, you know, kind of scary there, but it's funny. And we're going to get into this now next uh, with regards to the Super Bowl. I think this game's a toss up game. And so really surprised to see the Rams minus four at the same uh, time. Well, it's, it's, I think it's home field advantage built in, which probably yeah, doesn't exist, which probably, that. which There's probably a... ba based on our conversation says, uh, let's roll Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's not just that there's, I mean, the Bengals haven't been to the Super Bowl in 30 plus years. So they're going to have plenty of fans traveling to that, uh, stadium for that game. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. They'll probably have a little bit more of a split than normal, but at the same, I was about to say was, is that even though I think this is a toss up game, um, you know, that obviously I wouldn't take Rams minus four if that's the case, but I also wouldn't take the Bengals plus four. Like I almost think it's a toss up game on the point spread. <laughs> and how often do you see that at minus four plus four? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I don't know. Bef like as, as I was coming in here to this podcast, I, I think the Rams are definitely better. And I think the Rams are going to win by, I, I don't know, seven to 10 points. Uh, that's, that's my initial like read on the situation. But I, as far as the money that I'm willing to put down on that statement, uh, it's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would go, I would go Bengals are going to win uh, probably 27, 24. They just have a lot of karma, a lot of mojo, but do I feel great about that? No, um, not at all. So I, I do, I do 
I, yeah, and we'll talk. Let's 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 kind of get into this now. So let's let's analyze this. Since we're already getting into that. Okay, so I'll go first on this one uh, with regards yeah. to money line and point spread. So my take is is that um, the Rams obviously defense is significantly better than the Bengals. The Bengals offensive line, in my opinion, has gotten away with being poor. Uh, I mean, Burrow got sacked nine times against the Titans and still managed to win. Um, partially because the Titans are so inept on offense. Um, so I, 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 I think they're a little bit on borrowed time there with that. However, I also think the Rams can be thrown upon. And I also think that Stafford is due for, he hasn't had a terrible game yet in the playoffs. He's due for one of those pick six games, two interception games uh, type of performances that I think the Bengals can muster given their, uh, defensive line. Uh, so, and I, I do think definitely major, major edge to the kicker uh, of the, of the Bengals, but maybe a little bit of a slight edge, of course, for the home field advantage, slight edge on the coaching aspect of it. But the quarterback of the Rams worries me a lot more than the quarterback of the Bengals. I you know what pisses me off about that stupid kicker from the Bengals is he lost me a pretty big bet earlier this year. I'm pretty sure oh, when he Packers played, game. when he played the Packers and he blew a bunch yes. of goals. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I actually, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that was uh, awesome. Yeah. Did I, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting the details of that game to be honest. Was Rogers out that game? No, he played. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, okay. He was in what I was wondering why I bet that game because for some reason or another, it must've been my system. I picked uh Bengals money line. Uh, and, and I don't know why I did it in hindsight, but regardless, uh, yeah, he had, I think, three chances to win that game and missed every single one of them. Yeah. And so I, I will never forget, uh, I was watching the game uh, at the bar and I mean, it was, but it was not just him. Mason Crosby was missing. It was missed yeah, field goal after missed Crosby. field goal. After, like combined, both of them missed like four or five field goals in a row before Crosby finally hit a game winner at the end of overtime. Uh, yeah. About a 48 yarder. I, I, uh, and there was like two missed field goals in overtime. I remember one of the reasons I'm forgetting the details here is I had the money on it. My wife made me go to the park uh, in the middle of the game. And uh, I was at the park kind of like streaming it as I'm like pushing my kid on the screen and I'm like yelling <laughs> at random points, scaring my kid a little bit. Right. <laughs> and uh, well, it, I, I just remember it like being so mad at, at this kicker and is like, uh, I don't know. And then he's turned out to be the freaking hero of the. Well, the playoff. funniest thing is, is he thought he kicked the game winner against us. And it actually yes, went left. He started celebrating. He started celebrating. I'm like, uh, no dude, that missed wide left. Uh, hello. <laughs> well, so he looked like a real weirdo or ass, you know, uh, you know, do, doing that in like a complete idiot. And yeah, I mean, here he is like making everything left, right and center in the, in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, it, it really bugs me because ever ever since then I'm just like you got to be kidding me. I think I lost like like four hundred dollars on that game. Which anyway, anyway, I, I'm I'm bitter as you can tell toward this dude. Well, that's what you get for betting against the Packers. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's just uh, let's be real. I should have I should have consulted you before. Maybe you would have told me to put a million dollars on it. No, I wouldn't have done that, but I would have said, why are you <laughs> why are you betting against Aaron Rodgers in the regular season? He is he is he is. Let's let's just say one thing. He is the best, even better than Peyton Manning, regular season quarterback in in the history. Yeah, of yeah, he he's great. He's great. I'm also never going to let you live that million dollar bet down. 
Well, I didn't put a million dollars on my son. My <laughs> Hopefully, hey, if anybody I, out I, there I lost, to fly to Vegas. Are you if anybody to be else Vegas right now? If what was that? Are you supposed to be in Vegas right now? I know I was there last week for work. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was there last week for work. I didn't put any. I didn't put any bets on the game uh, because I just. I just don't have a feel. Well, one, I was so busy with work, but two, I, I don't have any feelings one way or the other about this. I really just don't. I mean, like I said, I was that convicted about the Chiefs, and it really should have been that easy. It uh, money been. line. It should have been. I mean, come on, let's let's cut the crap for a second. Just be real about it. Uh, but uh, this game, I, I I don't have any good good idea of what this is. And yeah. I mean, if you and if you and if you run like all the stats in the world about this matchup and Donald and against our offensive line, everything like that. I mean, the Bengals just got done winning two games they shouldn't have won. So I mean, <laughs> what does that mean at this point? You know, I just uh, I just don't like. You know, if this game was. Uh, if this game was a two-point spread or a seven-point spread, then I would start to go, okay, now we're talking some action here. But yeah, I, I, like like Rams Rams by two, uh, yep. we go Rams, or if it's Rams by seven, we for sure go Bengals. Right, right. But that's why it's, it's a little bit weird that the line is where it's at because this feels like a no-man's land kind of thing. Yeah, like, I why? don't know who's, who's betting big who's on, betting the, on, on this line here. Who's yeah, betting on like, this? I wouldn't touch this at all. If, if I'm betting the Bengals and I feel like I have an edge, I don't feel safe at all. And I definitely don't feel safe on the Rams winning by no, four. No, not at all. So apparently there must be getting action. It's supposed to be one of the most uh, heavily bet uh, Super Bowls ever. Um, obviously, that doesn't account for inflation. But uh, is that 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 is a real that's a real stat, huh? I, well, I it's not it's not it's not done yet i mean we got to wait to see what happens but it's it's being projected as um potentially so um, um, i'm okay. looking i'm looking at it uh from from what i can see just to give you an idea of like where the money's headed uh the rams are getting 58 percent of the bets and 76 percent of the money okay that makes sense uh, at, at the spread I think that makes sense. I mean, I would if if I absolutely had to place a bet, I would actually go Bengals plus four because I, again, that whole field goal thing and uh, the fact that I think the Bengals are just a little bit living a charmed life right now, and that can happen in the. I mean, they they a little bit remind me of the uh, two thousand. Sorry to bring this up. They a little bit remind me of the two thousand seventeen Eagles. Um, yeah, you know, no, and, yeah, they they kind of do. Yeah. And so, I mean, you can get on a hot streak for three or four games and ride it out in the NFL, right? Uh, yeah. You can't do that in the, can't do that in the NBA. So I, I think. Um, also, also just another, it, it opened at three and a half and mm, bet yeah. MGM uh, is actually at plus four and a half. Now yeah. It's, it's actually four and a half. The, it's a full, full point. Yeah. Pretty bet 365 NJ is also at uh, four and a half as well. So it's DraftKings. Yep. Yep. Okay. But the consensus is four. So, yeah, obviously, if you're picking the Bengals, you should go to DraftKings or BetMGM or Bet365 New Jersey. And if you're going to bet the Rams, you should go anywhere else. Um, okay, so, but look, if you had to say, Mark, you must put a million dollars on this game, then I would go Bengals just because if it's going to be a, a bit of a coin toss, I'd rather obviously take the points. And I do, I do trust Burrow more than Stafford. Um, although Cooper cups would scare me if I were betting on the Bengals, uh, that would actually scare me a lot. Uh, the coaching mismatch, I think would scare me a little bit as well. Uh, and, uh, I think Ramsey's completely fucking overrated. 
but he's also probably due for a really good game. No, he's good. Come on. Uh, I, I mean, maybe come on. maybe he's not as good as everybody says, but no. No, that well, that's dude, why I'm saying that's why I said overrated. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not good. I just said he's overrated. Uh <laughs> so. million dollars definitely goes on Rams money line. Oh, I'm not talking about money line. I'm talking about Yeah, okay. Spread. So you're saying a million dollars either way on the spread. I Yeah. Uh, that's that's such a that's such a, I, I I think I still gotta put it on the Rams just because mm. I, I feel like they could open it up like I don't know. There's been a few, but Super even the games that even the games that they won, have been, even the games that they won, except for the crappy Cardinals, have been close. Even the game that they were up 27 to three against your team, they won by a field goal. So, um, eh, you know, I don't know. Um, well, anyways, I, I okay. I think we can both agree the Rams money line on, on this one is probably the right bet. Uh, but uh, Bengals uh, plus four. That being said, I I. I do actually like the Bengals to win this game 27-24. So what's your what's your what are your thoughts on the final score? On the score, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 31-21. Rams. Sorry, let, let, let me change. The the Bengals, I'm gonna say 31. Uh, 31-16 Rams. Yes. Oh, wow. So that that, that changes the uh, over-under because the over-under is 48 and a half. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm so you're going under. 30, I'm going to say 31-16. See, now I'm, I'm, I'm going to change it one more time, Mark. One more time here. I'm going to say 27-16. The, okay. the Bengals, uh, yeah, I, I just feel like, I feel like they've had a really, really hard time finishing off drives. Uh, mm-hmm. like they, they, they they've kicked an insane amount of field goals. Well, early and on, so, but they've also they've also scored touch. I mean, they scored a lot of touchdowns. I mean, that, for sure, for sure, games. they have. But I think I, I think they're going to struggle against this Rams defense. Uh, I think the Rams defense is is definitely better than the Chiefs. And I mean, what did they put up on the Chiefs? Twenty twenty four. Uh. Yes, I believe. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll score sixteen or seventeen, uh, get anywhere from one to three field goals, uh, and I think the Rams score three touchdowns and potentially put a, a like a field goal or two on top of it. Hmm. So okay, um, Stafford's good. Stafford Stafford's gonna Stafford's gonna step up. Yeah, well, so now that I'm looking at the over-under, I actually hadn't even looked at the over-under for this uh, because I was just not touching the Super Bowl this year. Um, so I really have to say I normally don't like this in the Super Bowl, but I really have to say I like the over. Um, I know I'm only picking 27-24, so that doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room uh, by a field goal. Uh, sorry, I said 27-24, so yeah, so that's only 51 points. But uh, I think this game has a much higher potential and chance to go over. Uh, I'm actually picking... I think on the lower end. Uh, so I actually think this no game is way much uh, uh, the, uh, under under all day on this game. Yeah, but this is what everybody says. Oh, defenses are going to step up and everything like that. First of all, you might get some defensive touchdowns. So that's first of all. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if the offenses don't move much, then the other opposing team's offense can get really good field position. Right. So I, but I don't agree that their offenses are not going to move much. Um, I think both teams have prolific passing games. And yes, a lot of it comes down to, you know, protection by the offensive line, especially for the Bengals. But I mean, they both have top quarterbacks with top receivers. So why they can't score points, I don't, 
I'm not really understanding why you're thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I just don't see it. I feel like mm. it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a high teens, low twenties game. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, that would be one that I would definitely think is not the case. So, all right. So you're going under, I'm going over, I'm going plus four Bengals. I'm even going money line Bengals. You're going minus four Rams and money line Rams as well. Yes. Yes. Got it. Okay. This, is the well, mo- this is the most we've disagreed through the playoffs. Yeah, but I don't like, okay. If Monday morning comes around and the Rams win by 10, will I be shocked? No. If Monday morning comes around and the Bengals win by a touchdown, will I be shocked? No. Like, that's kind of what I'm trying to say here is like, I don't have any good sense for either team and I'm picking because that's what we're doing here and talking about. Yeah. It. Yeah. But, honestly, I, I can't even say that I'm going to have a cent wagered on this game. Yeah. And I mean, again, if I wake up Monday morning, I think the only thing that would shock me is if one of the teams won by like 21 or more. I think that's about the only thing that would really surprise me. Um, even probably 14 or more, I'd say would be too much. I'd be shocked at um, anything else. I'm not going to be surprised by I'm not going to be surprised yeah. if it's a, you know, 45, 42 game. I'm not going to be really surprised if it's a, you know, 10, seven. No, that one I'd be kind of a little surprised. <laughs> 17, um, 16. You know, I like, yeah, it is kind of interesting. Cause if, if it was Rams minus three, this is how tight my window is. Uh, I'm taking Rams. Uh, but if the Bengals get pushed to plus five, I might actually put money on it. Yeah. Uh, I Bengals can... plus five. I could definitely get behind <laughs> I like I like it at plus six a lot better. I mean a lot better. But yeah, it's not well, gonna for get, sure. It's not but gonna, we both it's not gonna get, it, it's not gonna get, get to six. Yeah, it's not gonna yeah. get to six. Yeah. I don't think it's even gonna get to five. It could get up to four and a half though. Well, it is I four mean, and a half. It, it, it is four and a half. Yeah. yeah. I mean we could no. I mean you could you could buy it to five pretty easily right now, but right, you could buy it to five for sure. So okay, well let's get into some prop bets here, because that's also part of the fun of uh, the Super Bowl. So I'm looking at, and this is where I actually think there could be some interesting opportunities here. So looking at some of the wide receiver prop bets and looking at um, Odell Beckham over under, what would you, have you seen his over under prop? No, I, I, I haven't. Uh, okay. Well me, then take a guess. What do you think it is? It is 62 and a half. Oh, come on. You looked. Um, are, are you serious? You looked. I, I, I promise you, Mark. Please, I promise please. You. Don't even give me that. You look. No, no. Like, I am not kidding. What is it? 62 and a half. Are you, Mark, Mark, yes. on our friendship, on everything. Like, I did not look at that. You lie. <laughs> no, I am dead serious. I am dead serious. My wife. Is well, maybe you should. Maybe you should be betting on this game. Then. Maybe. Hey, maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's a sign. I might. I might have to go there. It, oh literally, the, the, the prop bet, bet I'm on, I'm on a, I'm on a page because we we're gonna get ready. It's uh, like I'm looking at Cooper Cup longest reception over 28 and a half. Uh, I, the only reason I said 62 and a half for Beckham is because I, I remember the first couple games of the, of the playoffs, uh, he was in the fifties. I, I actually think the very first game, it was like a crazy, uh, like 48 and a half or something. Obviously he's had, uh, three like really good games and 
I just figured it was going to go up a little bit, but not crazy to get in the 70s. So a- anyway, the, honestly, that was one of the luckiest guesses I've ever had. And I'm just glad. we. Uh, <laughs> well, to get to half. I mean, if you want things. Yeah. If you want thing, although they would never have that at a whole number because they want they want to they want to make money on that one. Yeah, um, yeah. But okay, so uh, so maybe don't bet on that because if you guess that it's sixty two and a half, and that's a very accurate number, that means it's not <laughs> it's not good to pick above or below that number. Then, but maybe in general, in general, you should bet on the game, just not on that particular prop bet. I actually think that's low. Um, I like him to get seventy plus yards. Um, obviously, that you know makes it kind of tight. Um, I, but again, I think it's gonna be a higher scoring game. Uh, so I, I like the over on Odell Beckham. Um, let's do two more guesses since you're, uh, on fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually intrigued now because I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Well, have you looked at what, which ones have you looked at so far? We can't do those. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me tell you this page. I'm, I'm being honest here. I've got Cooper cup longest reception over 28 and a half Joe Burrow. Uh, 12 and a half rush yards. Jamar Chase, uh, more rush yards than Cooper Cup. That's an interesting uh, bet. Uh, Joe Mixon, first rush attempt, under three and a half yards, uh, over or under. Uh, and any player to rush for 100 plus yards. Um, that, let's see. Okay, shortest field goal made over 27 and a half yards. That's crazy. Uh, that's an interesting uh, prop bet. Kevin Huber, uh, longest punt over or under 52 and a half. Uh, which team will call the first time out? Those are the only props that, uh, that I have a read on right now. Okay, so then what's the over-under? What do you think the over-under in Cooper Cup yardage is? Oh, okay. This one. Let's see if you can get this. Okay, I- I'm going to say... 94 and a half. No, it's, and I, I agree with you. It's too high is what's at. It's at 105 and a half. 105. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I like, I like him in the nineties also. The nineties sound about right. So I, I would take the under on that one. Um, I yeah. Think that's, I, I think, I think that's where it's at. I think, I, I don't know. He's hard to stop, obviously. And that's the team's right. like biggest game plan. But like, I mean, the Bengals had to have seen him just absolutely ripping through these teams. It's like, if he's not, if he's not double or triple covered, right. Uh, like every single possession, like play, then I think they're making a huge mistake, which also leaves Beckham uh, to potentially have a big game. So that might be, that might be the, uh, uh, the meant to be thing of my guess. Maybe, maybe we go over on Beckham because we're going under on Cup. Right. So I would say yes, under on Cup. I do like the over on Beckham, and then we'll give you one chance to get two out of three right on guessing. What do you think Jamar Chase's over under yardage is? Ah, uh, see this one. Uh, this one I don't even really have like a read on what he has been. Uh, so I'm just gonna guess on what. Um. Jamar Chase, uh, 88 and a half. You're, uh, you're too high by 10, but I also agree with you that this is too low. It's 78 and a half. And so I, I think he'll be in the 80s as well. Uh, so I like Odell Beckham over 62 and a half. Jamar Chase over 78 and a half. And Cooper Cup under 105 and a half. I, I, I don't think I'll, I'll ever bet against Cooper Cup, but that is... 
that total right there is extremely overvalued uh, on his last couple games. And, and I think people are just yep. like Agreed. way too high on him right now. Totally. Totally. And he's good. I'm not saying he's not, but I mean, he, you know, all right, that's a lot of yards. I mean, that's there's nothing else to say about it. Right. So, yeah. um, okay. So here's another interesting prop that I, I really, really like a lot is the over under touchdowns for Joe Burrow. Look, I, I, I think he's better than seven. What, what is it? One and a half. Yeah. Um, so are you saying the over? Yeah. I, I agree. I think he could do it, even though here I am. Uh, here I am saying that they'll get a lot of field goals. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think one and a half is a good first spot. First of all, you could action. go the whole first half without throwing a touchdown and still have two passing touchdowns. I mean, that's not a lot. I mean, one and a half is low. What is Stafford? Is Stafford one two. and a half? No, he's two. Oh, he's two. He's an even number. Yeah, so I don't like that because... I don't, I mean, he could throw three, but if he throws, if he throws two, you only push, right? Whereas two for Burroughs will win. Um, so I just, uh, I, I think one and a half is, I like that a lot. So is I that say minus over 20. Uh, no, it's, it's a little rougher than that. It's like minus 160 something. Ugh. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of a gross number. Yeah. That's, but... yeah, that's kind of gross. Yeah. But anyways, I, I don't know why they don't just I know why they you know don't do that, but I uh I'd say just bump it up to two then if that's the case and make it minus one ten or one oh five. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So but they're trying not to the house doesn't want to push on this stuff, right? I mean they want to make money. And so that's why they that's why they're doing it. Um okay. So uh let's see other interesting prop bets here. Uh, that I like. So Stafford interceptions. If he throws one, that's minus 150. Uh, you gotta, you gotta believe he's gonna throw at least one in this game. I mean, he is, he is do, 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 do. I mean, in every way, shape, and form. For a touch, uh, has he thrown an interception the last two games? I don't think so. No, I mean he is due. <laughs> Has he thrown an interception at playoffs at all? Hang on a second here. No. Uh, I don't think he has. He's wow. had a he's had a really good Okay, and he is really, really do. I really he, he's gonna throw a pick. He's gonna he throw is a pick. going to throw a fucking pick. Absolutely. So yeah. What are the odds to... on no? Huh? Sorry, what he said sorry, he said he said one interception. My apologies. Which uh, game? I'm trying to check here. Oh, he did have one against the Niners. That's right. The Niners. I was going to say, I don't even remember when that was. I can't. It had to have been sometime early. Yeah. So hang on one second here. Um, Let me just look at this here. So, yeah, he didn't have any against the Buccaneers. Didn't have any against the Cardinals. Yeah. So one interception against the Niners. Just wondering when that was. I, uh, I, I'm pulling it up right now. Let's see. Yeah. Sorry. We're doing it, it, it was, it was when it was zero, zero. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. 
Yeah. And yeah, and the Niners, the Niners did not do anything with it. Right. That's probably so, why. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, very in, inconsequential interception. Right. Yeah, I, I just, I still think he's due. For, he'll, he'll, he'll throw one. I mean, I would just be, I would be pretty surprised. I mean, yeah. They, well, I mean, the thing is, they, they sling. Like, how many, yeah, how many exactly. times did he throw against the right. Niners? Let me see right. here. He threw, he threw the ball forty-five times. Right. Like, yeah. and that, that was even like a relatively like grinded out game. It's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, he he's going to throw one pick. I think he's going to throw it close to fifty times. Uh, well, do you want to know what the over under on the pass attempts are? <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> You're going to like this then. Thirty six. Thirty six. Hold on. Uh, that's I I guess they're uh, man. That's that's surprising. How many? I'm trying to look up how many passes he threw against the Bucks. Uh, probably not a ton due to the fact that they were dominating uh he threw uh 38 38 against the bucks mm-hmm. well i mean if he's <clears throat> but he only the- hang on a second he only threw 17 <clears throat> against the cardinals <clears throat> well i mean that was that was also like i mean th- they're gonna have to absolutely dominate this game today right they'd have to get to a big big oh good Are my favorite ESPN commercials popping up. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. They'd have to get to a big, big lead um, before McVeigh, you know, starts. But M- McVeigh can get conservative too. He can. Uh, he's had a tendency to do that before, where he will get conservative in his play calling and maybe run a little bit too much. So I guess I don't know if thirty-six is that much of a gimme uh, that he won't do that. But I also think McVeigh is going to want to sh- quote unquote show off his arm, uh, sta- uh, uh, Stafford's arm. And so I could see him really slinging it a lot. Right. And then obviously if the Rams get down, he'll be throwing it all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And they definitely could like, I, I don't know. I'm so all over the place with this game, man. The, what a, what a weird, a weird game. Cause now it's a I'm weird game. Like, it's a yeah. weird, it's a weird matchup. It's weird circumstances, weird scenarios, weird playing at home for the second year in a row after no one ever played at home in the Super Bowl, the first, whatever, 50-some Super Bowls. So, yeah. It, it's, I this think is, the only bet I might make Sunday is the over on Odell Beckham just because of my lucky guess. Like, there's got to be <laughs> You got to bet that now. You can't. <laughs> I, I have to. I have to. That's going to be it. I'm just going to put 500 on it, put the over. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, okay, okay. That's, I that's like that one a lot for you. I, I would go with you on that one, but uh, – yeah, I think that's a. I think that is a very smart, smart move. I like that one a lot. So, okay, okay. Well, so those are it. some good. Those are some good prop bets. Okay, well, we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta quickly talk about Brady. So I was right that he was going to retire. Then you kind of talked me out of it on the last podcast, and then of course, literally the next day or later that same day after we published it, the the rumors. Yeah, came out it, was it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, like, so, like who would have thought? Like it would have come like as, as quickly as it did. I expected an entire off season of like deliberation. And then the next day it's like, okay, bye. Now he, look, he, the reason why, if, if he was going to play, it would have taken longer, but if he knew for sure he was going to retire, it was shorter. And here's the reason why like dude has just, I mean, this is as simple as it gets. He has absolutely nothing to prove at this point. And what is, 
and I think he, he recognize, recognizes some of the things that you and I were talking about, which is the NFL playoffs have turned into a crapshoot, right? I mean, he could have a 13 and four season and lose in the second round and this sucks. And so I think he's just kind of over that. I mean, whereas with Patriots, he had such a great coach. He also got some bounces and some luck to go his way. And <clears throat> I mean, you're not going to just always have that, you know, happen for you. Um, you know, really good home field advantage where they played, all that kind of stuff. I don't, he doesn't really have any of that now. And so why would he put himself through the grind of a 17 and, a, and 17 games on top of it? It's not 16. It's just like, why put yourself through that grind if, you know, and, and then by the way, if you win a Super Bowl, it's not like we're going to go, oh my God, he's still the greatest or something like that. I mean, what is, what is, what is he going to get? He doesn't, he's not going to care about winning another Super Bowl. He just is not going to care at all. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know why he, I, that was my rationale for why I didn't think he'd come back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you definitely were right. Even though I talked you out of it, we'll, we'll go with your initial one. So, so that means the, the big question I've got for you then is since you were a Tom Brady fan, not a Patriots fan, not a Buccaneers fan, and you don't have a team in Utah, you know, to call your own, what are you going to do? It, you know, you know, that's, that's a really good question. I'll, I'll probably migrate back uh to the patriots i i mean i lived i lived right by foxborough for a little while and uh that's that's kind of where i fell in love with brady but mm. also the patriots and so at least at least i i mean but at the same time now i've lived in tampa so i can kind of stake a claim to uh well no and you're gonna uh, move to miami you're gonna move and to now miami. i'm gonna move to miami i know so you should like... be a dolphins fan is what you should be <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea they need more fans <laughs> uh hey speaking of miami i uh, i what are you doing for the super bowl where are you watching it uh i was just gonna plan on chilling here at home i mean um no but... uh, no zen sports uh party down there at the no, office space no uh no i mean we could do that um well so i mean i've just been so busy with work and it's been just uh we're launching next month finally in nevada um little spoiler alert oh, for those that well, yes well that's a great spoiler alert holy cow now well, no i got another we got another one uh, i can't talk too much about it i can just say but we're doing our own nft drop next month uh we have a big tournament uh for axie infinity that we're hosting next month so I've just got a lot going on that, um, and then, and then kind of, as I was talking about, so the 20th is my birthday and, um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to Disney world for my birthday. And you're going to Disney world too. I think what this week. And so it's just like, I just, it's too, too much. Like your birthday going next on. week, the 20th, the 20th. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and I, I haven't been to Disney world in 30 years. <laughs> so yeah, so, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there the next two days. That's cool. So it's yeah. a drive for you. I, I, like I said, I've been in 30 Decent. years. It's, it's like two hours. Sure. Short flight for us. It's like a little over an hour um, to get up there. And uh, it's President's Day weekend, right? And so that's uh -huh. kind of what I'm saying. It's like, I, I, I want the Super Bowl to be back a week earlier. I don't like it this far late in February. It's just, it's too, um, it gets in the way of too much other shit. <clears throat> so. Yeah. I, I was yeah. going to say, I, I, I'm going to be in Miami this week with, uh, with some of my coworkers, and I, I was hoping you guys were throwing a party. What? Uh, when are you coming down here? I uh, literally like Sunday afternoon. Okay. Well, look, I mean, we can still find a way to maybe get together and come on over for the game. And I've got a really great place uh, and a uh, good view. And 
got a full bar and so you, can, you guys can stop over and watch the game let's do it let's do it uh okay everybody's invited everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i don't know about that one uh, <laughs> so but you are invited jess uh with your friends if you want to bring them over uh, sounds okay good because because i was trying to fit anyway and that's aside from the point we'll talk about that but uh yeah the game the game itself the game itself is uh yeah it's weird I, the the weirdest one in a while and it's supposed to be like 87 degrees in la too i'm just 87 yeah they're saying there's like a heat advisory uh for this weekend's game uh so i mean they play in a dome so they don't really have to worry about it but you know i guess it's going to be uh you know i I think a lot of people are gonna be traveling in not really expect well i guess they'll be expecting if they're checking the weather but i think it might be a shock to some people's system coming from cincinnati or other places so, um, okay, well, we got to talk some NBA because the Bucks have started to reaffirm themselves as the best team in the NBA. And Please. You, seem to th- you seem to think the Nets, who were in first place and are now in eighth place and who uh, were trailing 28-2 to two in last night's game against the Celtics. Who, who uh, was playing in that game, though? Let's be honest. Well, okay, I think Kyrie was, maybe. I don't know. No, he sure. wasn't. Every uh, single wasn't. one no, of their three was out. Well, whatever. We've beaten them twice this year. That's easy peasy. Both times they had Durant uh, and Kyrie. Uh, and, uh, or at least Durant, for sure. Durant and Harden, maybe. I don't remember. Definitely Durant. Durant has played both games against us. We kicked the crap out of them both times. But that's not really the point. Like the point is this: you want to put the disqualif or the qualifier on their health on them being healthy. Couple of things: when have they ever had all three of those guys play? Never. So saying like if they're healthy is like saying, you know, if the uh, Magic make the playoffs, and then uh, the Bucks have not had their starting five uh, since the first game of the regular season. And that's just because of Lopez, though. Um, and then thirdly, you know, as I you know, keep saying when the big three for the Bucks have played at 23 and five, which is an 821 winning percentage, which is the bet, which would be the best in the NBA. So, and they are 12 and 16 without the big, when the big three don't play. So they're going to have all three again, knock on wood, but assuming, you know, no, no issues happen. They'll have all three for the playoffs. And it sounds like they're going to get Brooke Lopez back for the playoffs. Oh, and look at this. They're only half a game out of the first seed in the East, which, I don't even care if they get the number one seed, just as long as they get like a top three seed. I mean, they were the three seed last year and they yeah. all, so I'm not worried about that. And Giannis is just fucking unstoppable. Uh, Bobby Portis should be uh, an all-star. Uh, Pat Connaughton is absurd. Grayson Allen is absurd. Uh, Drew Holiday is absurd when you combine both his offense and defense. So um, they have, I, I don't know. I just, I, they have the playoff pedigree. They have the confidence of a, you know, championship team. Um, I just, the East is wide open. I don't see how they don't get to a finals. And I think, you know, I think they can win. Right. So, so tell me how, so tell me how one of these other teams in the East is going to beat them in the playoffs. I I mean, it's the, if it's the, if factor. If, okay. You just can't assume that the nets are, if if the nets are healthy, (laughs) they will beat the bucks. No, 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 no. Yes. Well, first of all, Harden's nothing. Like, I'm sorry. He, they had him for last year in the playoffs against us, and he sucked. He was terrible. Yeah, but he, he was playing on one leg. Oh, come on. Well, now he's playing with two beer bellies. What does that change anything? It, it, like, yeah, I know. He's fat <laughs> and everything. but he, he's, he's not even he's that actually, good anymore. No, he's good. He's still good. Oh, please. The, and they always, they always shut him down, too. The one player that, they, that a little bit sometimes goes off on them 
uh, a little bit is uh, Durant. But even that, they've <clears throat> held him as best as you can. They've always done very well against Kyrie in the playoffs, always. Um, and Har- Yeah, always- by, by freaking having him get injured. Oh, Jesus Christ. He wasn't even playing that good. In, he wasn't even playing that great in that series leading up to that. It was all Durant. Um, so, anyways, like I, that. No, okay. The Nets. The Nets might not even. The Nets, the Nets might not even make the playoffs at this. At this Mark. Mark. Rate. Mark. Don't don't even say that. You know they're going to make the playoffs. Well, they might make the playing game, but I mean, we'll see from there. You know what happens. Look, you, I mean, I'm not saying. Gonna I'm not saying the Nets can't win a game or two. I'm not saying that. But look, you need to—you actually need to put on some tape of the Bucks and watch them play with those three guys, and they're unstoppable. They really are. I mean, they're—they're they're like by far and away the best team in the league when those three guys play. It's not even close. And they beat—they killed the Warriors when they played them, and they play the Suns tomorrow. That should be a good game. Um, it's in Phoenix now, so I, I definitely—I definitely think the Suns will probably win the game. Um, but. Uh, but then the and they have the best record against the Western Conference of any Eastern Conference team. I think they're uh, okay. right, fourteen right. and they're fourteen and five now against the West. Yeah, the they're good. They're good. Uh, I don't. I think a healthy Nets team could beat them, and I think the Heat. I think the Heat are the real deal. Yeah, but I don't think they're the real deal in the playoffs. I I think they're a really good regular season team. What do you mean? They just made the finals two years ago. But, well, okay, because they, of the bubble. Like, they had the worst road record of all the playoff teams. If they had to go on the road, because uh, they were the fourth seed, I believe, if they had had to go on the road for two playoff rounds, which they would have, they would not have made the finals. No way. Okay. No I, yeah, really. I mean, I mean that's Sorry. probably true, but they yeah, also well, beat the okay. Bucks with a we swept them for We swept them 4-0 last year. A way year. worse team. A way worse team. Like what right the now, f- their team is stacked. You know who? You know who outscored? You know who outscored Jimmy Butler in the series last year? Bryn fucking Forbes. Bryn yeah, Forbes yeah, outscored sure did, Jimmy but Butler. They, <laughs> and no, also, none, none of those games were close except Kyle Lowry. Huh? I said they also didn't have Kyle Lowry. Oh please, give me a break. I, I, Kyle Lowry is good. And Victor, oh. I, if, if I'm not wrong, Victor Oladipo was probably hurt last year in the playoffs. Ooh, scary. Oh, uh, come on. That team, that team, Mark, when they're healthy, is stacked. Bam, Jimmy, uh, they got Hero coming off the bench. Lowry, Oladipo, Duncan Robinson. Uh, oh, please. They're good. P.J. Tucker. Oh, my God. P.J. Tucker did one thing for us. I love him to death. And I would have kind of liked them to resign him, but I wasn't really that like distraught when he didn't. PJ did Tucker's one, he, literally the reason they won the championship. No, nah, uh, only because he did one thing. He defended Durant. That's it. He was awful, awful against the Heat. Uh, he was awful against the Hawks, and he was awful against the Suns. Period. End of story. I don't care what you say. He averaged like three points a game. I mean, that's just unacceptable, you know, in the playoffs for a starter. So I'm yes, I agree with you in the regular season, he's a good player. Because, you know, they don't play as much defense in the regular season, so he could get wide open corner threes and make them. Uh, but in the playoffs, no. So, And I don't really think there's anybody in the Bucks that, th- that he can defend like he defended Durant. Um, and nobody in the Bucks are going to let him get in their head. I mean, they're not, they don't care about that crap. 
So I just, uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think the heat are deep enough. Like the heat are going to give them a run and the nets are going to give them a run. The bulls, the bulls are not the real deal. In my opinion, yes, the Cavs, Yeah. The Cavs are too young. The Cavs are actually really good. Uh, but I, I cannot, just, I cannot yeah. believe after what the nets have done that you think they've lost nine in a row, nine in a row. I don't care who you're putting out there. That is Mark. terrible. Mark. Terrible. Hey, listen, it, it's, it's the regular season. Durant's hurt. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't read too much. Into okay, let me, let me say, let me sliding I'll, in the regular I'll, I'll give season. you one concession. If you have Durant, Kyrie, and Harden all in their prime and in great shape, okay, that's different. Harden is fat and overweight and not the player he was three years ago. Kyrie is uh, a little bit of a head case and he may or may not be able to play in home games. And Durant is great, but he can't do it by himself as we could saw, see last year. And he might not even be that healthy. As so we just, see last year, as he was one one centimeter away from sending the bucks. Home. Yeah, but he did. He did have. He did have the other guys with him for most of the series. So he. I mean, he had Kyrie for the first three games. Uh, he had Harden for the last four. So um, it wasn't like he had to. It wasn't. He wasn't only by himself. Right? He had. Was, he had a when he was, for the last. When he was four. only by himself, which I would say game six and seven, that's when he didn't do as well. But first of all, look, it just, it just doesn't matter. Kyrie's not going to play any home games. They're not going to lift the vaccine mandate uh, in New York uh, by then. Sorry, it's not happening. He's not playing any but, home games. But, yeah, you're right. But listen, and then, we're splitting hairs here when we all know the Golden State Warriors are winning oh, the please. championship this year. We kicked the crap out of them. That was that was laughable. Oh, oh and, my uh, gosh. And your, your pathetic jazz kicked the crap out of them by 26 points tonight. Yes, I realized that. Yeah, I realize so. that, but the Warriors are, are currently. Steph Curry is healthy. not Steph Curry is not what he was last year, the year before, or before that. He's not the same player. Um, I think they have look. I, I think they look. I think the West is not as good uh, uh, as it was previously. Yes, they have the top two teams, but the bottom uh, eight teams. Uh, yeah, the bottom eight teams suck, and the bottom five teams really suck. Whereas in the East, really only the bottom three teams really suck. And, and so there's, there's definitely some more wins to be had there in that bottom half of the, the conference. So I think it's a little bit easier to stack up wins against uh, the, that group. Um, and the, Phoenix, the Suns and the Warriors only play each other, what, four times a year? And they might have only played each other three right now. Do you so think the Lakers have... are going to get it together and make the playoffs? Well, they're going to be in the playing game. Man, this at this I mean, they're, they're five. They're five games. They're five games ahead of the Blazers for the playing game, and that's bad that they lost tonight. Otherwise, it'd be seven. But I, I it, it, they'll get the playing game, but they, they won't go anywhere. I mean, they're yes. they're only they're only three games ahead of the Pelicans. Yeah, but they're five ahead of the Blazers for the last playing spot. No, no the last playing spot is the Pelicans. No, but the, if the Pelicans, the, the, if the Pelicans jump them, then the Lakers are. 10 and they're still five and a half ahead of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> right. But uh, what, what I'm seeing is they're four ahead of the Blazers. They're five. Five. They lost tonight and they're five. Wait. Uh, oh, they lost tonight. That's why. Yeah, they lost tonight. So they're now they're four. Yes. Yeah. They were five. They were five ahead of them going tonight. My apologies. Man, they're so. bad. I don't really care about them. It was nice to kick the crap out of them last night by 15 points. 
Um, and uh, yeah, and, and look, even if the Bucks lose to, uh, to the Suns on Thursday, I'm not going to be like, ooh, big deal. I mean, I just. Well, of course, like, because it's the regular season, so we can't take too much for it. But well, I, I test. I test the Warriors are the best team in the league when healthy. <sighs> and they'll be healthy. I don't know. I just uh, not, uh, the the warrior the warriors are my pick, Mark. The warriors are my pick. I uh, I know the Bucks are your pick. Uh, the Heat. Uh, I, I think the Heat and the Nets could beat them. Uh, in the West, in the West, I don't think anybody can beat the Warriors. I think I think the Warriors are clearly better. Come than playoff the time. Head come playoff. Come playoff time. Draymond Green's going to be too old. Andre Iguodala is going to be is going to be too old. Um, Clay Thompson is not yeah, maybe going- Iguodala, but he's not that huge a part of this team. Draymond Green's been terrible the last few years. Like, why all of a sudden is he just going to turn it on like this year? He's like, not terrible. His stats just he like, was. He's huge. He's huge for the team, though. It's right. like it's like every day he he puts up like an eight 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 stat line, which isn't great, but like that doesn't even uh, that doesn't. But you got to realize play. against good talent that matters. Like stats actually in the NBA are one of the few. The the NBA is one of the few sports where I, I don't know do not that. when it's Draymond though because he doesn't he doesn't have to he he plays great defense uh, and holds the that team defensively down it's like the Warriors I mean uh, for a while bring, bring it, it the season while Green was playing, I mean let me say let me like say something historical defensive pace nothing would make me happier than kicking the crap out of a Bay Area team in the finals so. I guess in some ways I do hope they make the finals because that would be fun. They uh, will. Them. Uh, they will. But I don't know why. You think, I think their sons are more talented for sure, and they have the they have the playoff experience like for up up and down the roster. Obviously, certain players on the Warriors have won titles, but I'm saying up and down the roster, the Suns have been to the finals. The same. I mean, I think team. you just have to look as far as that Christmas Day game where that was actually like a playoff atmosphere, and the Warriors went into Phoenix and beat them. Yeah, I don't. I don't really worry that much about that. But anyways, I, I think, look, <laughs> look, the NBA is about playoff experience. The other sports don't matter. Like, you could have no playoff experience in the NFL and the Super Bowl. You could have no playoff experience in baseball. You could have no playoff experience in NHL. The one sport where it matters because it is such a different game in the playoffs compared to the regular season is the NBA. And up and down the Suns roster, it's the same team as last year that went to the finals, is not the same. I mean, the, the teams that went to the finals and won the championship for the Warriors is – I mean, two thirds of the team is gone, right? So I don't know. I mean, yeah, and, and Steph Curry, I'm sorry, he's starting to get a little bit old, right? I mean, he's just he's not putting up the same kind of numbers that he was before, um, by any stretch, right? And so I think I think he's going to run into an issue as well too. I mean, the playoffs are a grind, right? I mean, can he can he hold up to Devin Booker in a seven game series that is like, I don't know, let's call it 20 years, maybe 18, 19, 20 games in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say, oh, for sure, pick Steph over Booker or pick Steph over As far as Paul. what? Because they're, they're completely different players and roles. No, like but I mean, it, I'm just talking about in terms of, I'm talking about in terms of scoring. Like, I mean, like younger legs tend to hold up well in the playoffs, right? They just do. And so, I mean... I mean, Steph is now what? I don't know, uh, 33? He's not that old. I'll be 34. 
But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. I think these sons are. I mean, younger, but I don't, I don't think they rely on him. Like, obviously, he's the he's the motor. But it's like they have a really good team. It's like, uh, like Jordan Poole has. I'll say, I'll say this. I think, I think the Suns. I think the Suns have the cap- Suns have more experience and they have a capability of being more consistent. I think you see a lot of bad losses from the uh, Warriors and up and down play. And the Suns are consistently like the Suns are the Suns are just consistently good, right? And I think that will really hold they up are well. yeah come yeah. playoff time uh, okay yeah so I mean they, and, and they will have home- stayed pretty healthy. Well, the Warriors haven't had a lot of injury. I mean, they obviously just got yeah, Draymond's been gr- Draymond Green's been out forever, and uh, Clay Thompson can't seem to like get back in the swing of things. Well, again, you know, that's look, I, I think the whole if they're healthy argument's bullshit. I mean, the Bucs haven't had Brooke Lopez all year long. Um, and so I, I just don't want to hear about it, right? You know, I mean it's just kind no, of no, like no, 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 well, no. I mean the Warriors are still 41 and 14. I'm not I'm not saying that like like obviously the Bucs need Brooke Lopez back come playoff time. Yeah. Uh, sure. I, yeah, which and they probably will have him. That is he's yeah. expected, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. And and that's what I'm saying. And I think I think for a lot of these teams right now, I think they're all just trying to get healthy for the playoffs. I think that's why Clay's not playing a lot. That's why Draymond's taking so long to get back from this. And obviously, like they, it's got to be what the Nets are doing at this point. I don't think they're necessarily worried about missing the playoffs because I think they know that they can turn it on at any time. Uh, uh, that's that's one thing about the 82 game regular season and why it becomes so much different in the playoffs because football, when you play 17 games, it's like the, the playoff game doesn't change drastically because everybody's playing hard every week because every game means so much. It's like NBA players can afford to take days off. Oh, yeah. No, no. For so, sure. it, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, everybody knows that. But at the same time, it's like I uh, I don't know. It's it's right. just tough to take anything into account in the regular season because right now I think most of the good teams are just trying to make sure that they go into the playoffs uh, in good standing. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, you're going to get teams that rest. You're going to get teams that you know uh, just can't play as hard for whatever reason. Also, I think the other big thing with the NBA regular season is the back to backs. I'm sorry, but they should get find a way to get rid of back to backs in the regular season. Cut the regular season down to 70 games. Get rid of the fucking back-to-backs. I mean, you, you're not going to play your best basketball on that. Um, if you want good quality basketball in the regular season, uh, cut it down to 70 games. Um, hey, back-to-backs are great to bet on, though. <laughs> True. But, uh, yeah, just from a competitive standpoint, cut it down to 70, maybe 72 games like last year. That was perfect amount. Um, get rid of the back-to-backs <laughs> in the regular season because you're never going to back-to-backs in the playoffs. So why do it in the regular season? If you're not going to do it in the playoffs, why do it in the regular season? Um, and, uh, and, uh, I think you'll get better quality basketball. The regular season will mean more and, uh, it'll be be just, it'll be just better to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, lastly, we got to wrap up with it's late. It's 1248 AM on the East coast. So lastly, we're going to wrap up with any good bets that you made over the last couple of weeks that you didn't have a chance to touch on that you want the world to know that you made that bet, Jess. Let's see here. I actually, I actually had a pretty good week. Um, a lot of it's college basketball. Let me, let me actually pull up my, my bet slip here. I, I was actually in Cancun all last week, and so 
I, going I took, to Cancun, I, going to Disney World. Boy, these bets must be cashing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it 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 was a it was a work it was a work trip. It was kind of like they they pay all inclusive uh, week trip to Cancun. It was actually super nice. nice. Other than the fact, other than the fact that uh, we had to bring the baby, and so <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's it tough to call it a vacation when you've got an eighteen month old baby. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what did, what, did you, what, did you, what, did you, what did you hit? What did you hit in the last couple weeks? That you here, talk here, about? Here, here. Give me one second here. I'm log. I'm logging in here. Hey, don't, don't rush me over here, Mark. <laughs> well, uh, it is late. I'd like to wrap up my Hibiki harmony and get to bed. Cause I have a long day. Tomorrow. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Uh, big hits, big hits last week. It was actually the week before. So um, I, I pushed on the Rams. Uh, college basketball. Let me let me see this. Let me see this streak here. I had a four four win streak. Um, NBA college basketball to win uh, like a thousand dollars here. Let's see. Um, we the biggest bet I'll, I'll just do the biggest bet pacers pacers minus two uh is what i hit on uh on january 31st for to win 500 dollars. that was the read i had i actually i actually had a big what, like, what, what was the what was the bet exact what was the bet exactly uh pacers minus two um, and they won that I, but here's here's the against who so now, you gotta say who that, Oh, you know what? To be honest, my stupid bet slip doesn't tell me, and I can't remember, bro. Oh, uh, we would never do that uh, to you in Zen Sports. <laughs> I know, I know. I need to get that. The Pacers, the Pacers played the Clippers. They're minus two against the Clippers. Uh, so this is too. This is too uh, funny. And so I, I felt like I had a big edge on that Pacers game um, early in the day, and then Sabonis got ruled out. And it actually ended up moving over to uh, uh, Clippers minus two, and so I, I was like, oh, shoot, because I had five hundred dollars on it, five five fifty to be exact. And uh, anyway, the Pacers still won. That was good. And then we we rolled to the opposite side, where uh, a lot of people were talking about uh, the Warriors resting some players or or people being like quote unquote injured. I think I think Steph Curry was out due to like a toe soreness or something, uh, but I I caught the Spurs money line at like plus one twenty, uh, Spurs at home against the Warriors, and then the Warriors literally ended up sitting just about everybody that day. Let, let me let me see this. This was on Wait, Tuesday. So you 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 got it before they sat everybody, or you got it? After? Yes, I got it before they sat. Why everybody. would you Why would you take that bet? I, I bet on the Spurs money line. Why? What was it at? What were the odds? Well, I, I had I had Spurs money line at plus one twenty. So why is that I, a I good hit, bet? The Spurs suck. The Spurs aren't bad, and they, they, I mean They're they were twenty at home. and thirty five. Okay, okay, they were playing a Warriors team that was going to be down to nobody. Well, no, that's anyway, different. I, that's why I asked you if you. That's why I asked you. If you yeah, yeah, that yeah. So they were talking about it. So I put money on it because a, a few people that I trust were like oh, pretty it. confident. It's it's got like it. okay, okay, these that's guys different. are sitting. That's so different. uh, so anyway, I'm like okay, I'm taking it. By game time, it was Spurs 
it, I think I think it even hit Spurs minus seven. So I'm sitting here with a plus 120 money line, and the, the line moves to Spurs minus seven. And the Warriors, uh, the Warriors started almost nobody. Like I think their entire roster, uh, like was down to nine players. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started Moody, Poole, Lee, Looney, and Toscano Anderson. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I, I don't know. I felt like it was a lock at one point in the fourth quarter with like eight minutes left. The Spurs were up by 16 points and the Warriors, the Warriors ended up storming back and winning that game with nobody. Wow. So that yeah, was a bad loss. Yeah. Terrible loss. Like, like oh. Jordan Poole went off. Uh, at at the end but it's like yeah yeah so betting stories i'm glad i went and looked at this because i was actually super heated that night because i i actually lost two two 15 point leads that night that that was a terrible night i had a good week overall but that, this night was terrible so the spurs blew a 16 point lead with eight minutes left in the fourth to lose my money line and uh the the pistons I had Pistons minus one on that same night and they were up 15 with like, with like three minutes left in the third and they ended up losing by 10. Wow. Yeah. So two, two 15 point NBA leads, uh, Don, um, I guess that's what I get on betting on the Pistons and the Spurs <laughs> with anything. I'm usually good. I'm usually good when I bet on basketball or, or make picks. I, basketball is actually one of my better ones that I'm, I'm usually pretty good at. So um, once uh, sports spending becomes legal here in Florida, I will definitely have to start taking, uh, placing some bets for sure. In, in um, my opinion, basketball, basketball is the most uh, like consistent sport. To yeah, exactly. On. That's what I'm trying to say. I would even say the NFL regular season is okay, too. It's not the fucking NFL playoffs. The NFL playoffs are. Yeah, screw the NFL playoffs. I've, I, the, the NFL playoffs wrecked me this year. Yeah, the NFL it's playoffs like, are blows. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Totally, but totally co- college basketball in the NBA Right. Uh, like, yeah, I've been loving. I also, I also uh, love betting on the UFC. Right. I know you're a big UFC person. I don't follow UFC at all. It, yeah. In, in fact, I, I follow one guy. There's this guy. So kind of random. There's this guy on Reddit. Are you familiar with Reddit, Mark? I don't use it, but of course I'm familiar okay. with it. Uh, all right. <laughs> I, I, I work in tech. I, 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 work in tech. I'm, I was wondering if you're like an avid like Redditor. No, I'm not. I'm an, avid, I'm an ad of Twitter. I'm an ad of Twitter user. Reddit. Reddit's better than Twitter, by the way. No, but, uh, I think for breaking news, Twitter's way better. Yeah, news. You're right. News, Especially you're as right. a sports better. You should be. Actual, you should be. Actual. You should be on Twitter a lot if you're betting on sports because a lot of the breaking news about players sitting and resting and all that kind of other stuff usually is on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's also been some interesting trades this week that we didn't even get into. But anyway, I. Uh, there's this guy that, so there's a there's a subreddit on uh reddit called uh sportsbook and guy, guy like people will go on there and like like post their picks and there's like a pick of the day and then there's like discussion threads it's kind of interesting every every now and again i'll like i'll like browse it because sometimes they uh they also have like good information mm-hmm. um but there's this guy uh his name's uh, sidekick ko and uh, he is like the best consistent better I think I've ever seen uh, doing the uh, UFC. 
So I I don't even I don't even place my own UFC. What's bets, his name to be again? Anymore. Sidekick KO. If anybody Sidekick KO. Sidekick yes, KO. You, wanna... you are loved out there. Oh, by the betting he, he, community. he's the best. He's the best. I'm telling you, he's he's the goat over there. Uh, he like rarely misses, and he he picks like plus uh like plus money all the time and those those fighters like when obviously he he takes losses sometimes but his record is is incredible so at this point anytime there's any type of like fighting event at this point his track record is so good that it's like i kind of just go tail him i don't do any of my own ufc studying obviously i love watching the fights uh but as far as bets go like that that dude's word is like is like canon at this point for me nice nice well the yeah secret's out everyone is going to be following sidekick ko on Reddit. They, 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 they should they should like just go place the money most likely you win he usually does like five or six picks a card and he'll hit usually like four four to five of them nice that's awesome well uh hopefully he's allowed to keep betting uh because otherwise some books may shut him down um, so, uh, <laughs> he, he, he can make money selling his picks instead. Um, and I'm sure people will gladly pay for him if his record he, is, he, he tried once he tried once and it, it like, I, I don't know, something happened and now he kind of just said, screw it. And he posts them for free and then people will like tip on there. Oh, that's cool. No, so that's it, a great it, idea. It's red. It's a weird place, Mark. It, it, well, it's, I mean, yeah. Twitter's kind of a so, weird place yeah, too. Listen, I think, yeah, that, that's true. That's I mean, Twitter's true. Twitter's kind of a weird but, place too. So I, I just, uh, I, but it, it is. I would have to say it's less weird than Reddit because um, there's at least a semblance of uh, discourse on there uh, that's pretty pretty good. I love the breaking news. A lot of people do have real profiles, so that's good too. Um, so I, yeah, I, I definitely I love Twitter. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 good for different things, but like a- actual discussion, Reddit's the place, Mark. You, you you need to become a redditor. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna that. convert you to that. I am gonna Plus I'm my, getting uh, in, I am getting Instagram because I I love taking pictures. I'm a picture fiend, uh, and so and I only use Facebook right now. And I'm just so tired of the way Facebook has everything set up that um, I really want to be able to start using oh, man. Instagram. You you are way behind the times over there. Well, it's not about being behind the times. I just it's just that I well being on Twitter is Twitter is really the most active community online right now in my opinion maybe after tiktok but no it's not about being behind the times it's just that i've resisted getting instagram because i think i would like it too much uh so that's the only reason why i haven't used it i'm not i, mean, I work in tech for crying out loud it's not that i mean we use it for work and everything all the time um but i just uh i purposely have stayed on facebook because it's more of a walled garden um and whereas obviously Instagram is not Instagram is basically like Twitter plus Facebook if they had a baby. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, but uh, do you use TikTok at all? No, no. I'm like, I've got like this uh, um, stance against TikTok. <laughs> totally fine. My boyfriend loves using TikTok, but really? uh, I, yeah, but I'm, 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 I'm like him except on Twitter. Uh, so that's where I spend my time. I get a lot of great tech news on there, a lot of great sports news on there. Uh, but uh, not that I couldn't get into those other ones. Um, I spend a little bit of time on Facebook every week. I post like once on, I post one picture usually or one piece of news on Facebook every week. That's about it. Um, or, you know, whatever's going on in my life uh, once a week. Uh, but I don't spend a lot of time like scrolling. Right. Whereas Twitter, I will scroll. 
right? Because I'm trying to get news. I just like the updates. I also like the fact that people are a lot more direct and honest on Twitter. I mean, on Facebook, you get so many people virtue signaling. You get a little bit of virtue signaling on Twitter, but it's not as bad as on Facebook. Uh, so, yeah. Twitter's pretty bad for that, let's be honest. At least with Twitter, I get a lot of good with the bad. I mean, yes, you get some bad, but it's really easy to block or mute people that you don't want to listen to that are just obnoxious, right? Um, whereas I can, you know, filter it pretty well on Twitter. You can put lists together. And I get, I mean, I, I found out about the Brady thing like three minutes after Schefter tweeted about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, it, I mean, if I wasn't on Twitter, I probably would have, I probably wouldn't have found out until the next day. So I really do believe that from a news standpoint and a real-time update standpoint, also Twitter is great. I mean, great for uh, seeing the news feed during while watching a game. It is the best. Like Bucks at Lakers last night, right? I mean, going into the Bucks at Lakers uh, section and the news feed was just, it was super fun, informative, and great to see all the Lakers fans crying. And so, yeah. Okay. All right. So l- let me, let me tell you this. Cause yeah, even when I was at the uh, Bucks game, when something would happen, I would go to Twitter to figure yeah. out what people were saying about it. Cause yeah. obviously when, when you're live, like th- there were a few challenges uh, during that game. And I like, obviously you, you get to see the replays and stuff. I wanted to see what the consensus was. And so I go to Twitter and I type, type in whatever, and I see what people are saying. Uh, so I'll say this re- Twitter is the best for, for real-time news. Uh, Reddit is the best for discussion afterwards. So if you actually want to have like an in-depth discussion like after the game, uh, it's way easier to have that on Reddit than it is on Twitter because sure. Twitter Twitter is more of like a quick like, like, hey, this happened. Hey, this is my thoughts on this rather than like uh, in-depth analysis type stuff. Totally. Yeah, I, I would probably agree with you there. I, I really just hate the fucking UX of of reddit i can't stand it i'm a big design person and i can't stand bad crappy design now i understand that's what gives it its charm right same thing with craigslist and some of those other platforms the crappy design is actually a feature not a bug so you know you know at the same time like i i i don't know maybe i'm just so used to it maybe it's second nature now i because i remember the first time i went on there it was awful but i i feel like once you know how to navigate it i actually love the design and the fact that the comments get get sorted by upvotes and downvotes, yeah. Because well, on, on Twitter, you just have so much trash that, that yeah. Gets but 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 the, no, the, alg- the algorithm of Twitter is actually very good. It, it really is. Um, and then you can enhance that algorithm even more so with lists and other filters and stuff like that. So it really is. I it, like like things that get liked more actually do get bubbled up to the top, right? So I mean, maybe it's a, a little bit more of a strict voting system on Reddit compared to Twitter, but Twitter takes a, into account engagement, right? If people are liking it, it moves it to the top of your feed, right? And so forth. So I, I don't know if I totally agree with that. I think Reddit is probably good for more kind of off the cuff kind of discussions or more underground type of stuff. Like, you know, like some guy that wants to sell pics or whatever, like you said, or whatever. Um, I, I, just, I just feel it's a little bit more real on Twitter than what I see on Reddit. And so maybe that's it, but I'll give it, maybe I'll give Reddit a try. I just, like I said, I hate the US. You should, the the sports subreddits are actually really, really good. But I mean, the real question, Mark, is what are your thoughts on MySpace? (laughs) I don't know. I haven't used that for a while. (laughs) I actually kind of enjoyed this random, uh, uh, 
Man, we've gone on some weird tangents tonight. I think that's, that's a sign we need to go to bed. Yes, it's time to go to bed. It, it's been it's another not whiskey talking over there, Mark. No, I've had two sips of it because we've been talking <laughs> this whole time. So, but I'm going to actually drink it now and enjoy a few hours of sleep and then start the day all over again today. And uh, we'll get this pod out later today. As always, Mr. Udi, it has been an absolute pleasure. Enjoy watching the Super Bowl. Maybe I'll see you. Uh, here at our condo and uh, uh, we're going to have a couple of drinks and uh, watch the game together and uh, it has been fun as always go get some sleep man awesome yeah you too thank you Mark all right good night night night